the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise episode joined by the good sir. He is officially back in the building. Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And... Uh, Lundy, let's go ahead and look to the season finale, at least for the regular season, uh, of this glorious 2021 into 2022 NFL campaign. And let's focus on a team that's probably going to have some wholesale changes uh, this offseason, to say the least. Uh, Based on their head coach's recent rant, uh, that would be the one Joe Judge uh, who was even throwing the Washington football team under the bus, calling it a clown organization for the fisticuffs uh, between the defensive linemen uh, that we saw on the field uh, a couple of weeks ago for this squad. So uh, maybe setting the table uh, for a little motivation for the opposition this week. But I, I pulled this line up, and I couldn't believe it, at DraftKings Sportsbook, and it's the Giants team total in this season finale against the Fighting Footballs. Uh, and it said at 15 and a half points, and I pounded the under on that at a light juice, no less, at minus 105. The Giants have been under this in six of the last seven games, and Jake Fromm is going to be starting because Mike Lennon is injured, and the last time Fromm was out there as a starter against the Philadelphia Eagles a couple of weeks ago, posted a 19.5 passer rating in the box score. Absolutely laughable. I mean, this team is checked out. Uh, Devontae Booker was asked, hey, did you check the rant out of your head coach? He goes, I didn't even bother honing in. They've quit on him. Nobody cares in New York anymore. Uh, They're thinking about umbrella drinks somewhere in the Turks and Caicos. Uh, So I think the Giants, who posted three measly points against my pushover Chicago Bears last week in the Windy City at home, uh, I think they're going to drop a giant deuce on the Giants logo midfield and send Joe Judge and this front office, including Dave Gettleman, packing. So early fade or follow here on week 18, Giants under 15 and a half points. Am I on to something? I will follow, but I want to add one of my own, shall we? Yeah. Oh, yes. Let's sprinkle one in uh, on the My Little Ponies of Denver. Uh, where the Broncos over under on team total against the Chiefs this upcoming Saturday is set at 16 and a half. Folks, the Broncos have not scored more than 16 against Kansas City since October 28th of 2018. That is the last time the Broncos could muster 17 <laughs> points against the Chiefs, okay? Uh, this team sucks offensively. Yeah. Uh, they are going to have wholesale changes, not the least of which is new ownership is going to be in place by the time we are in the 2022 NFL season. So the Broncos are ready to get to Cancun and sit on a beach with a drink with an umbrella in it. So at 16 and a half, it is juiced to the under. It's a minus 120, but I would jump all over that. And if you're feeling frisky, parlay these two team totals together uh, because uh, yeah, has Drew Locke shown you anything? Don't think so. No, no, and that's probably gonna you know pan out to maybe like plus one seventy five, plus two hundred if you were willing to do that little two legger there uh, on these props. Uh, the under living. That's where both these squads will be. And uh, also just coming in and cleaning house this offseason in the front office and the coaching staffs of the Broncos and the New York Giants. With that, on this Taco Tuesday edition, let's pack some spice with another 
Fade five. Number five. All right, Lundy, let's drop the puck and make some bucks in the NHL in this new year. Get me off on the right skate, my man. What do you like tonight? Uh, Let's work on that one. We got eight games on the schedule tonight. Let's go just north of your pasty white ass as Chicago will be hosting the Colorado Avalanche. Folks, take the over uh, in this contest. It's sitting at the uh, flat rate of six. You can get it right now at a minus 115. These two teams love to go over individually as well as against each other. Colorado has been over in five out of their last eight games. Actually, five, two, and one. They did have a push in there of an exact six total. Uh, And Chicago has been over in five out of their last six. But in their head-to-heads, they have even been over three, one, and one over the course of the last five times they have played each other. So goals should be plentiful between the two of them. And if you want a little early bonus time, uh, I will do that for you. If you same game this thing together, take the over on the six goals, take the abs on the money line, Mm. put that together. It's a plus 163. So Colorado wins and we get six or more goals. We are in a solid plus territory of a payday. Oh, you had me at plus territory, my man. Number four. All right, let's get to it in the NBA. And one of my favorite player props on the board tonight, Scotty Barnes, uh, the rookie lottery pick uh, who plays for the Toronto Raptors. Give me the over on 21 and a half points plus rebounds against the San Antonio Spurs, plus 100 uh, if you go this direction at FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, Barnes, uh, he's off the COVID list. Uh, He played one game, got in 30 minutes last time out earlier in the week and had 13 points and four rebounds. So shake it off the rust, and I think he's going to get back to his earlier form right before the COVID pause for him. He went over this 21.5 combined points and rebounds prop in four of five games. The Spurs have allowed the eighth most opponent rebounds per game and a right smack dab in the middle and adjusted defensive efficiency on this season. So it's a low threshold, and I think Barnes will get it done. Hell, it wouldn't shock me if he came close to doing this in points alone tonight. So again, Scotty Barnes for all the buckaroos over 21.5 points plus rebounds at plus odds, plus 100 at FanDuel Sportsbook. Lundy. Fade or follow. You know, I'll follow. My favorite part of this one was as I was getting ready, I'm, I'm going through the notes in the early morning. The coffee's starting to kick in. Ooh, All yeah. I saw was uh, Scotty Barnes, and you had me right there uh, because <laughs> his player props have been a profitable opportunity for yes. us uh, here this season. So, uh, you know, I obviously uh, continued to, across the notes, and I went, oh, yeah, points plus rebounds because, again, he might wind up scoring 22 points alone, uh, let alone whatever he can do on the boards, as you just pointed out. But, yeah, oh, my friend, you had me at Scotty Barnes. Oh, milk the cow in the barns. Scotty gets it done. Number three. All right, let's go to a little same game parlay action. Uh, This one is a cool plus 160 if it hits. Uh, It's a three-legger. We're going to keep this to Kings and Lakers on the late night tip. So we're going to burn some of that midnight oil and chase this prop uh, as that four tequila is kicking in. By all means, do so. All right, the first leg. Give me Tyrese Halliburton. Seven plus assists. Uh, He has done this in ten consecutive games. Uh, Went under in 
in one and over in another against the Lakers uh, back in November in two contests. Had nine uh, in that second game, six in the other. The Lakers have allowed the fifth most assists per game to opponents on the season. Leg number two, Russell Westbrook grabs nine or more rebounds, which he has done in six of his last eight games. It also was split down the middle. Early in the season against Sacramento, five boards in one, ten in the other. Uh, but the Kings have allowed the fifth most opponent rebounds per game on the season. And then the third leg uh, should be the easiest, but it might wind up being the hardest. Uh, De'Aaron Fox uh, gets a steal. Uh, that's all I need, just one steal. He had three swipes in the first two games combined against the Lakers. So Halliburton, seven plus assists, Russell Westbrook, nine plus rebounds, and Fox, one steal. Uno, dos, trace, check, 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 plus 160 on that same game parlay. Lundy, figure to follow. You know the one that scares me, as crazy as it is? It's Halliburton in the assists. Because every now and then when somebody goes on this long of a streak, hey, Brad, all streaks were meant to come to an end at some point. And I am so concerned that he is going to wind up with six right on the button. As you said, he's been over in one and under in the other against the Lakers. And the one that he was under, he was right at six. So love your little payday here. I might decide to go like half huevo, half raisin, you know, (laughs) one of each. Uh, And I might actually take this one uh, if I could get Halliburton at six plus assists because I feel pretty good about Fox. I feel pretty good about Westbrook. But I am so concerned that at some point this streak is going to come to an end for him. So I'm kind of tempted to to maybe go down just one assist and still sit in good territory. But otherwise, I think this is a really solid same game parlay. One huevo, one raisin. Uh, Lundy, you might want to consult a doctor. Alright, with that, stick around for my top picks in college basketball plus bonus time in the NBA, college hoops, and the NHL. Number two. Alright, Lundy, let's go ahead and get to the college hardwood here and let's go to the Big Ten. Huge upset last night as the Wisconsin Badgers marched in the Mackey Arena and took down Purdue. Most people were fearlessly forecasting would take the Big Ten with ease, but the Boilers are starting to show some weaknesses. Uh, and you want to talk about weaknesses, Michigan is just littered with them right now, and I'm taking Rutgers for that reason inside the raucous rack plus four. Uh, the Scholar Knights can win this game straight up. Michigan, in their last four losses, they have five in total on the season, one of the most disappointing teams in college basketball. So against uh, Arizona, North Carolina, Minnesota, and Central Florida, they gave up at least 1.114 points per possession in each of those games. They're number 93 according to shot quality and adjusted offensive efficiency. So a team that's just not really botting up and guarding uh, with any vim or vigor. Now, Rutgers, uh, putting ball in the basket has been a bit of a chore. Number 271 in the country, an effective field goal percentage offense, and they're shooting just 30.6% from three and 47.3% from two. But the key here is this. If Ron Harper Jr. is on point from outside, and with Geo Baker off injuries, he has played these last couple of games against Meek, 300-plus Ken Palm-ranked teams, uh, getting his legs back. If he's nailing triples, I think Rutgers is going 
going to spring the upset. But regardless, I'll take the plus four, what should be a tight game from start to finish. So, Lundy, feed or follow Rutgers inside the rack, catching four against the visiting Michigan Wolverines. I will fade you, good sir. Ah. I do not have the confidence that you do in Rutgers to be able to cover in this one. Yes, I know rosters change over in college, etc., 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 as Willy Wonka would say. But uh, I unfortunately cannot trust Rutgers to be able to cover against Michigan. They have only managed to do it once in the last five times they have played. And in that contest last year, it was because Rutgers was catching nine. So I don't trust them to only be catching four uh, in this one. So good, sir, as much as I would love to see some more fun and frivolity in the Big Ten. I don't think that Rutgers is going to be the one to do it. Oh, Rutgers, make me some moolah. Get it done against uh, Mr. Howard struggling Wolverines. Number one. All right. uh, Let's go ahead and move on to a battle in the SEC. And this is the game of the night, folks. LSU down in Baton Rouge is hosting the University of Kentucky. And I'm going to go with the home squad here, and I'm going to lay the two points. Now, truth be told, I got this when it opened at LSU minus one. But I would play this thing up to, like, minus three. I think the Tigers will defend the home floor. Uh, LSU coming off their first loss this season, and they got bludgeoned by Auburn, 70-55 to on the road. Uh, This is still, though, Will Wade's team, the number one squad in the nation in adjusted offensive efficiency, giving up just 0.837 points per possession. And the biggest key here is how they defend the interior. Uh, They've only given up 46.2% inside the arc uh, because Kentucky, where they really make their Hay is putting ball in the basket at close range. 63.2% of their points come from two. Uh, Kentucky really struggles from outside. They're shooting just 33.6% as a squad. So it's easier said than done for Eason and Reed and Days to neutralize the interior because Oscar Shibway Lundy is on pace to shatter rebounding records. Hell, he had 28 boards. I think he out-rebounded, no lie, Western Kentucky by himself a couple of weeks ago. Uh, He has just had a marvelous season, the West Virginia transfer. So uh, this is going to be tight, but I think LSU will defend enough. I think they will make it rain enough from outside to push them over the top. So give me the Tigers. Wow! Laying the two against Coach Cal's Kentucky Wildcats. Lundy, fade or follow? I will follow on this one. Let's end. Uh, we'll we'll put the we'll we'll put the raisin over to the side. We'll come back to that <laughs> one a little bit later, uh, potentially. Uh, but uh, yes, I will follow on this one. Big time game in the SEC. I like the fact that we're getting into conference play. Yes. Obviously, the preseason tournaments are fun because you see you know top five, top ten teams playing each other because that's the beauty of college basketball is they can do that and they aren't all concerned about what their win loss record is by the time they get to the tournament. Uh, so it's fun that you get to see some of those. But with all the cancellations, the postponement everything that we were dealing with with those. I'm glad that we're now back to these conference games where you've got a lot more on the line. This is this is where you've got the the rivalries. You've got players that are trying to uh, to step up their game as they get into the conference play and get closer and closer to the tournament. So I'm looking forward to this one. I will take LSU minus the one with you. I think this is a great play. Yeah, absolutely. All right, before we get on out of here, you know what time it is. It's bonus time. What else you got on your betting card to get on this Taco Tuesday? 
Well, let's uh, stick with a uh, another total. We were just talking about Colorado and Chicago. You take the over with the six in there, and like I said, consider pairing that up with uh, the abs on the money line. Get yourself into some nice plus territory. Tampa is in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets. In that case, we are also going on the over uh, of six total goals. It was at five and a half, and I saw that last night. I actually jumped on that. It is now bumped up to where you got the opportunity of the push, but it's only a minus 115. I would take the over on the six there. I think there's a good chance you could see a late goal that'll keep it from being a push. And then let's uh, not just focus in on the totals. No, sometimes we do go to the money line. Uh, And we will do that as Anaheim is hosting the Philadelphia Flyers on the late night hockey tip tonight. Uh, Anaheim only a minus 135 uh, just on the straight money line. Grab that one. Uh, I think they should be able to take care of business against Philadelphia at home. The Ducks have been a little bit streaky so far uh, this season, but Philadelphia, um, I, I just I cannot figure out the Flyers. And so the fact that they are on the road, late start for them being on the West Coast, uh, I'm going to go with the home team. So take Anaheim on the money line again, a minus 135. All right, uh, let's go to the world of college basketball. i got three more plays for you there. Give me the under team total for the University of Texas traveling to Kansas State in uh, Manhattan, and that totals at 65 and a half. Too aggressive a number. This game is going to be a slog. Uh, going to be played in the half court. Uh, Texas number 355 at adjusted tempo under Chris Beard. Uh, meanwhile, under Bruce Weber with the long flowing curls, Bruce. Oh, you're so naughty. Uh, number 236 in adjusted tempo. Uh, the Cats uh, are number 21 in college basketball. Effective field goal percentage D. Uh, giving up just 25.8% from along the arc. So I think Texas is going to win this game. Uh, but they may do it like 60 to 55 in the end. It's going to be hideous from start to finish. Uh, elsewhere, Minnesota's catching seven against my University of Illinois finding a line eye. And I think that is an extraordinary value. Illinois was ravaged by COVID cases. Uh, Brad Underwood in a press conference yesterday came out and said 10 players were symptomatic. Some had mild symptoms. Other had uh, others had more severe symptoms. Now they're going to have the full team back, with the exception of Andre Corbello, who's been out due to post concussion issues for really the last month, month and a half. Uh, but this is just too many points for a team that's uh, in Illinois. It's barely practiced since the Missouri whooping. Uh, right before the holiday break. Uh, so the Gophers, who were very effective in three-point percentage, D number three in the country, I think they can offset the glass disadvantage they have because they have no answer for Kofi Coburn inside. They're going to keep this thing close. And Illinois, I think, will escape with like a two-point victory, and that's it. So I would take Minnesota plus a seven there. And you know, Lundy, I love the alt-line parlays in college basketball Aim high. Give me Air Force uh, plus 25 against Colorado State, who has been rocking and rolling a top 20 team this season. It's just too many points overall. I'm going to slap that together with Memphis minus nine at home against Tulsa. Uh, I've got Memphis winning this game by double figures, so taking it down from 13 to 9, give you a little bit of a cushion, makes sense, as the Tigers seem to have found their bearings here offensively. We know how good and just really how talented this uh, Penny Hardaway coach team is. So maybe they're starting to turn things around here in conference play. But Air Force plus 25 at CSU. Uh, Memphis laying the nine against Tulsa. That's plus 122 on that two-legger. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. 
please uh, follow Lundy on social media at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this broadcast. And of course, until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.